If you've been in business longer than a minute, you've likely had a potential client or customer tell you that you charge too much. But not to worry, today we're talking about two things you absolutely need to consider before you're faced with that situation. So if you aren't sure how to respond when someone tells you that your prices are too high, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey, and welcome to Mama Business, a workshop-style podcast that helps busy mamas like you navigate the highs and lows of managing a family and having a business dream too. I'm your host, Sarah Brumley. I'm a wife, mama to three, and a hobby blogger turned business growth specialist. It's my job every day to help mamas grow, scale, and thrive in the online business world without sacrificing their family lives. Each episode features real-life talk about home and business, coupled with actionable strategies you can implement immediately. No fluff necessary. So if you are ready to create a bigger impact at home and in business, you are in the right place. This is Mama Business. Well, hey there, Mama, and welcome to this episode of the Mama Business Podcast. I am so excited you're here. If you are new to this podcast, I'm Sarah Brumley, and I am just so excited to have you here. And if you've been around for a while, I'm also equally as excited to have you continue to join me week after week. And if you have been joining me for a little while and you haven't had the opportunity to leave a review, would you please do that? I would really appreciate it. It's a great way for me to see what you're loving about the podcast. And also, it helps me be shown to more people throughout um, the podcast platforms. So it would be so amazing if you could leave me a review. You can just go ahead and pause right now. Go do that and come right back. Okay, you did it? Awesome. All right, so I am so excited about today's topic. We are talking about the topic of pricing and also the part about people maybe thinking that you're charging too much for your services. And trust me, this is something that comes up so much in the mama business community. I hear it all the time. And so I think it's a really great idea for us to discuss this today. All right. And one of the most recent times that I've had to chat with somebody about this topic came a few weeks back when I was on a walk with another mom in our area. And this is something I do a lot. I'm always out walking. I'm always with other moms. A lot of times I get the opportunity to chat with moms who also run businesses and I just love it. But she has a little one as well and we put our kiddos in the stroller and we feed them goldfish crackers and a whole bunch of other things in order to keep them occupied while we chat. And so um, it's fantastic. And I'll I'll tell you, some weeks it's a win and some weeks it's not, but um, it's definitely a fun thing to do. So if you're looking for a way to connect with other people, that might be your thing. Anyways, a little bit off topic, but she brought up up a struggle that her husband was having with in his own business. And he's an electrician for commercial buildings and he is super highly sought after in our area. He's excellent at what he does and his schedule is full. So full that he's turning away business on a regular basis, which is a really interesting place to be, right? Because nobody really wants to turn away business, but it's so exciting to get to the point where you have so much business, you're full up, right? So anyways, he, even in that spot, is dealing with the fact that people are saying that they won't work with him because his prices are too high. And that's a real interesting place to be because this guy is highly sought after. 
Why? Because he's got a great reputation for finishing projects on time. He's personable. He responds to calls when people reach out. And if something doesn't work properly, he jumps back in there to make sure it gets fixed. His long-term clients love to work with him. So then why is he getting so much pushback on his prices? Well, you can bet it's not from the people who work with him regularly. Nope. It's from people outside of his sphere that have worked with others in the past, probably not gotten the result they wanted, and are now working, looking for a new electrician to work with. They want it done on their budget and on their time frame. And it might seem interesting, right? Like I'm discussing an electrician and an electrician that isn't even a mom, right? This is a male in business. He's not running an online business even, which is what we um, are typically talking about. But I think this is so super important because I want you to see that even a thriving business, one with a schedule of clients so full that it's saying no more than it's saying yes, is going to have outside opposition to the cost of services and inside opposition, you know, the internal opposition in the form of feelings of inadequacy and those types of things related to raising prices of existing services. Knowing that, I just want you to take a deep breath in, let it out slowly, and recognize that you are not the only one that will be struggling with this. You might not be struggling with it right now, but you will likely struggle with this in the future, whether it's this idea of raising your prices and then what people will say about that, or whether it's your current prices and somebody saying something about that in a negative way. Now, I'm letting you know right now that we're going to leave the topic of actually raising our prices behind because that's more than enough for a whole series of podcast episodes. And we definitely don't have time for that today, but I'm guessing we're going to have that that conversation in the future. So stay tuned for that. Anyways, for today, let's go ahead and chat about two things that I want you in your business to consider if someone is telling you that your prices are too high. All right, so the first thing you should consider if someone is telling you that your price is too high is whether they're coming at you from an, I can get the same service somewhere else for a lot less mentality or a legitimate, I want to work with you, but I just can't afford it mentality. Trust me, those are two very different things. And let's take a moment and just dig into it a little deeper. All right, starting with the, I can get the same service somewhere else for a lot less opposition. No matter what industry, business, anything you're in, unless you are absolutely charging rock bottom prices, which you definitely shouldn't be, then they're right. They can get a similar service for less than what you charge. In my case, I design websites to help people attract more clients online. I'm not the most expensive option out there, but there are definitely ways to get a less expensive website should somebody want one. So if that's the case, why should they work with me and pay the more expensive price tag? Well, when they work with me, they get me. They get a website designer that knows the ins and outs of the website itself, coupled with someone who knows content marketing strategy, who understands how to use that website to get leads and convert them to paying clients. They pay for my knowledge and experience because it's so much more than just having a website. It's about using that website to achieve those business goals. So how do you respond when someone says they can get it cheaper somewhere else? Well, my favorite way to approach this is just to simply agree with them. 
that really catches people off guard. But then I make sure to lay out what they should expect from anyone else they interview for the job. Why? Because I know that if I'm running into this kind of opposition, it's likely that the person interested in a website design doesn't understand that having the task completed is one thing, but getting a long-term result is a completely different thing. So I want them to be very aware of what it looks like if they're going to be out there weighing their options. And you know what? It works. I can't tell you how many people come back to me willing to engage my services after realizing that no one stacks up to the results that I told them they should have. Now, the second category of opposition is the, I want to work with you, but I just can't afford it. Before we jump too deep into this one, because it could be a full podcast episode all of its own, I just want you to know that it's 100% okay that someone can't afford your service. 100% okay. It's okay that someone can't afford my service. Repeat that with me. It's okay that someone can't afford my service. So before you get bent out of shape that you have priced yourself over someone's head, just don't. Because there will always be people who can't afford what you're offering. And that's okay. There is another group though that honestly wants to work with you. Because of that, they will make sacrifices to make it happen if necessary. I've had this happen a lot over the past few years of business and most recently with a mom who engaged my services at the beginning of the summer. She wanted to have a full website redesign, but money was tight and she asked if I offered a payment plan. I do, by the way, but it's a pay ahead payment plan payment plan that allows people essentially to make payments for three months and then I complete the website for them. And it works in my business because people want to save their spot for that three months out because I fill up fast. So I might not have that availability when they actually want it. So there are some options for you if someone says that they can't afford to work with you. You can offer them some sort of payment plan, whether that's a before the work happens or after the work happens option. You can tell them that you understand and look forward to working with them when they're able to make that commitment. You can point them to your free resources because that means that they'll be able to learn in the meantime and you can stay front of mind until they're willing or able to make that commitment. Now, a little caveat here, I never try to talk someone into spending money they don't have on a service I offer. I know a lot of people use that tactic, but I don't find it sits well with me when others use it on me. So I don't use it on my potential clients either. Why? Because I respect them too much. I respect them if they need to run their financial decisions by their spouse. I respect them if they say no or no for now. I respect them if they say that they would like to engage my services, but will need some time to get some money together. I respect that because we are all working to make the best decisions for our businesses and our families. And sometimes a best decision is one that doesn't look like the decision someone else would make. And that's okay. Offer the options you have and then respect the decision. They'll appreciate you for it. So the first thing to take into consideration when someone says that you charge too much is what's their motivation. And that brings us to the second consideration, which is what's the trade-off for you? Oh, and this is where it's going to get juicy because a lot of times when someone attacks our pricing, we take it personally, especially as women who have put our all into growing a business that takes time away from our spouses, our families, our friends, and household chores, and those types of things. And then to have someone tell us that we charge too much, 
the nerve of them, right? I just want to take a couple moments to encourage you right here, right now, because here's the deal. You are charging money for your service, a service that takes your time, your energy, and likely takes your attention away from your family, your home, and your friends at times. There's a trade-off. Yes, even if you're a stay-at-home mama with no childcare, there's still a cost to your time. You're losing sleep. You're forgetting that load of laundry in the washer for the fifth time and canceling on girls' nights out, right? All with the end goal in mind of creating an additional income that will benefit you and your family long-term. So what's your time worth? For me, recognizing that trade-off made a complete difference when it came to my confidence in my service pricing and in dealing with opposition. Why? Because while I absolutely love what I do, meetings with clients, website designs, consulting, all of the things takes time away from something else I could be doing. Knowing that, I'm 100% okay walking away from someone who doesn't value my time or the result that I can get them because my time is valuable, so valuable, and so is yours. Just ask that little person that wants you to read them a book before nap time, or that surly teenager that loves to see her mama in the bleachers at her game. Your time is valuable. What are you willing to trade for it? Okay, so that we know that the first thing to take into consideration when someone says that you charge too much for your services is what's their motivation. And the second consideration is what's the trade-off for you. And that brings us to the action part of this episode. And I don't know about you, but I'm feeling like I got, you know, like my heartstrings tugged a little bit on that, you know, last consideration. However, I just want to remind you that this isn't something to feel bad about. Time, you know, is exchanged in all kinds of different situations, but don't feel bad about your pricing, knowing how valuable your time is. That's all I wanted to say about that, all right? Anyways, you know me, and I'm a huge proponent of taking action because action is where the dreams turn into the reality, right? While everything we chatted about today is important, and I hope you'll implement it all within your business and your thought process and all of that, If you can only do one thing today, I want you to do this, all right? I want you to create a plan for what you'll say to anybody on a client call, you know, in person, wherever, if they say that they want to work with you, but they can't afford to at this time. How are you going to serve them? Will you offer a payment plan? Will you send them to your free resources until the time that they can come back and actually afford your service? How are you going to respond? Because even if that person can't work with you right now, he or she will remember how you responded. They're going to share that with other people and more than likely, they'll be back to engage your services. And you want to leave them with a good impression. So write that response briefly on a post-it note and stick it to your computer or the outside of your planner or wherever you'll be most likely to see it when you need it. And then I want you to use it. If somebody says something negative about your pricing, if somebody says something about not being able to afford it at this time, use your response. It's already there. You don't even have to second guess yourself. Okay. Now, I know from personal experience that I am much more likely to accomplish what I set out to do if I'm accountable to someone. Are you kind of the same way? I'm guessing that's probably the case. 
Anyways, so I want you to DM me on Instagram at Sarah L. Brumley and let me know what you came up with for your response. You can even just take a screenshot, you can take a picture of your sticky note, whatever it is, and send it to me so that I can cheer you on. Because mama, I am cheering you on. And I can't wait to chat with you again next week. Have an awesome day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama Business. If you liked the episode, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. It might seem like a little thing, but it makes a huge difference. And if you have any questions, want to request a podcast topic, or just want to connect, you can find me over on Instagram at Sarah L. Brumley. Remember, it is possible to have your family and your business dream too, as long as you know what to do and when to do it. This is Mama Business.